What the hell's the name of this thing? The Ballsy Podcast. Hosted by the award-winning Evan Grant. This has been the most tense podcast I have ever done. Kevin Sherrington. You were working on typewriters this time. Barry Horn. I don't even know who you are anymore. Where were you last week? Get ready for the most listened to sports podcast in Dallas-Fort Worth. I'm Evan Grant, and this is Ballsy. I'm Kevin Sherrington, and in this episode, we'll be talking about colleges. And I'm Barry Horn. To hear our other exciting additions, simply subscribe to the Ballsy Podcast on iTunes. You know, we're on Facebook and Twitter, too. Just search Ballsy Podcast. That's Ballsy with a Z. So sit back, relax, that's relax with an X, and enjoy another edition of the college Ballsy with a Z podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome in. Boy, that was really loud, Brian. You're going to turn down my uh, uh, modulate that, would you? I like to say modulate. That's, that's your word of the day. You've used it 30 it times already today. Uh, it, it, I'm Kevin Sherrington. He's Barry Horn, and there's no Evan Grant. Why is there no Evan Grant? There'll be no tenseness in, at the podcast today because Evan uh, decided to go to Las Vegas to, to take a uh, quick four-day. He was day, on vacation. A quick four-day trip to Las Vegas with his wife. And stepdaughter. And stepdaughter to Las Vegas because things were very tense. Oh, he's had it's it just been unbelievable. And, and let me ask you this. Have you ever done the podcast on your vacation? Uh, all the time. Yeah, me too. Me too. But not, not Evan, though. Well, let, let's move on. Let, let's move into something positive, the firing of uh, Wow. Charlie, Charlie Strong. No, there hasn't it's been. It's not positive. There has been no. Yes, that's not positive. The inevitable firing of and Charlie Strong. there's been no uh, firing it yet. Inevitable. It but inevitable. by the time most people listen to this. What, we, the, what uh, we hear from Mike Perrin, the interim athletic director at Texas. I keep calling, the, calling him the interim uh, because he's not in it long term. He's in it for a couple more years. Right. But. At any rate, he has said that, oh, no, we'll make a decision on Charlie after the season. And I've, and I've heard people say this, and I think it's, uh, I think it's inaccurate. They, they say, oh, you can't leave Charlie twisting in the wind like that if you, if you fire him. Listen, here's what you say to Charlie Strong. Charlie, we're moving on. Uh, we want you to coach this last game against TCU. We're not going to make an announcement until next week, but we're moving on. I think that's the kindest thing to do at this point. I, I think, you know what? Just, just, just from hearing him and watching him, he. This is not going to be shocking news to him. Oh no, losing to Kansas. When the, when the question was asked, "What does this mean for your future?" He said, "I, I don't know." But he had his he head down. Know. He did know. Oh, sure, he know. And, and you know, that's the thing about Charlie. Uh, you know, when I say he's a nice guy, people say, "Oh, well, he's a nice guy, but he's not a good coach." No, he he is a good defensive coach, and he has been a good coach. Uh, he's more than a nice guy. He's a guy who deals with his players in an honorable fashion. Who I believe, uh, as, as I as I've written, he was the <laughs> he was the right man for the job. Right, just maybe not the right coach. What went What went wrong? You know, I, I, I we people that I talked to before they hired him, the things that they said about him were the things that in the end got him uh, that maybe he just wasn't ready for this stage it was a little too big for him and and you know that's that's true of a lot of coaches and maybe most coaches 90 percent of them uh maybe not be ready for what what the job entails at texas uh a lot of the things that mac brown did so well those were not uh things that charlie did as well but in the end what it just comes down to is what happens on the field what transpires on the field right. and when you watch them play um they just 
to me, you watch them, and there was always something that was going to go wrong. If it's not the special teams, it's it's a breakdown in, in on the defense. If it's not a breakdown on the defense, it's a breakdown on the offense. There was never a game in the three phases of the game that Jason Thank Garrett you, likes Jason to talk Garrett. about. Yeah. Uh, usually it was at least two of them went wrong. Not just one that would go wrong, but two. I never seen a team struggle so much to to kick field goals and extra points. Oh my gosh! They, it's, they just, embar- it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing, and to me, that's a real sign of coaching. Look, you you've got all your best players on defense and offense, and then your special teams. You've got a few great players on there, but mostly it's everybody else, right? And so you're not beating teams with uh, your skill level on special teams, you're just executing things because this is how you're coaching them up. And when you're not coaching up these guys enough to to keep them from getting, you know, kicks blocked, working with, in the one game this season they had, I think, was it? Oklahoma, was it the Oklahoma State game? Might have been the, well, they had three games, and Charlie said, well, we, point, yeah. they had, well, his explanation was we had a mismatch there because our center is real undersized. Well, Oh, then if you know that, why is he, why why is is he your center? Your, why is he your center? And, and why, if, if you see that they have done this, aren't, why aren't you making an adjustment? You know, one of the most disconcerting numbers I saw for Charlie was that they are, in his tenure at Texas, 1-17 and 17 in games they were losing at halftime. 1-17. and 17. That means they're not making the right the adjustments. The right adjustments. Or if they're make, their adjustments aren't as good as the adjustments that are being made. Yes. And and that and that's room. just that's just very telling. And and uh so you know uh it it is the the, the problems I have with Charlie losing his job. It was the same problem they have with anybody who's not losing his job for moral or ethical reasons. It, and he's certainly not losing it for oh, that. Oh, no, no, no. And, and he's just the opposite of that. He, if you listen to the players talk about how he's made them all better men, those are all very – these are the things that people should aspire to as, as far as hiring a head coach. That, that's what people talk about when they hire a head coach. And, and But what, here's what people want when they hire a head well, coach. Well, they want to win. They want to win on Saturday. A- absolutely. But, but here's the thing. I, I do think – Listen, I remember I, I, I wrote this or said it once, and someone said, oh, all coaches are against, you know, domestic violence. And it's like, yeah, everybody's against it. But but Charlie was a, was one of the few coaches who made a big deal about it with yeah. his players. Yeah. And and I and I think it, and that translates. We, did, we didn't see a lot of stories about Texas players. Getting no. It, it, and, it, and he got rid of a lot of guys. And I'm not saying that these were bad guys that he got rid of, but he, he got rid of a lot of guys who just weren't on board with what he wanted they to didn't, do. They didn't want to be on his discipline. Uh, right under, under his uh, watch. So, so the, the problems I have with it are the fact that uh, that he, this was just his third year. I would like to have seen try to get four years. Okay, so let's say he he was coming back next year. They had beaten Kansas. They finished right. They, they were bowl eligible. Yada yada. Seven yada. and five. They beat Se- TCU. Beat seven and five. Uh, yeah. Are you really thinking things would have changed dramatically? No. And here, here's the thing. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, you said no, right? Right. I, here, here's the thing. I I I don't think. Listen, after watching Houston beat Louisville the other night, I think that was it. I, I, you know, the boosters were already wanting Tom Herman, right? And But the, the shine had come off Herman a little bit with the losses to SMU and, 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 to, and to Navy. And then he goes into that game against a really good Louisville team with the Heisman Trophy. You know, whether, whether Lamar Jackson gets that actual uh, Heisman Trophy now, I don't know. But – he certainly was the leader in the clubhouse, and they just shut Louisville down. Now, it wasn't like that Louisville's – if you look at the stats in that game, they're, they, they're very comparable. It wasn't like Houston piled up 600 yards rush you know, in total offense, and then that's, that's why they beat them. 
they beat them because they did everything well. And, and that's one of the things that Bobby Petrino said after the game was that they beat us on offense, they beat us on defense, they beat us on special teams. And, you know, that's what Texas fans want to hear. Here we got our guy, and I'm, I'm talking as, a, as, as if I were a Texas fan, we got our guy, and we can't no, we can't even kick a field goal. You know, we we can't kick extra points, and this guy's winning with his special teams. So, I think that was a, I think it, even, even if he'd beaten Kansas, beaten TCU, is, is this a race to Tom Herman? Then is that, is that what is that what you're yes, saying? Yes, because here's the thing that those fans are going to say. Okay, let's say Charlie finished seven and five and won these last two games. Then let's say he even went out and won a bowl game, and he's eight and five. And then, of course, Charlie has kind of said, oh, no matter who's coaching this team next year, it's a 10-win team, all right? Maybe it is, maybe it is. I don't know. But if he, but if things start to go wrong again next year, am I, am I boring you, Barry? This is twice that you've yawned and while, since I started talking. Brian, can you believe this? Brian, Brian, you want to put on the headset, and I'll talk to you instead. Well, you're My talking to yourself gosh. anyway. You like, you like to hear the, the, the sound of your own voice. If I stopped talking, there'd be crickets in here oh, talking well, about college football. Yeah, okay. Yeah, give, give somebody else a chance. Go ahead. Okay, here you go. Here's your chance. I think it was. I think it was uh, not a great thing that they have to fire Charlie, but they have to fire Charlie, and they have to move on. And they, you have a good candidate. What I don't know what is it, 150 miles down the road from from Austin and Houston. You want to be the first to get him. You don't want to sit around for the next two decades and say, "Oh man, we could have we could have had a shot at Tom Herman and, and we didn't hire him." So it's inevitable that this has to happen, period. Let's move on. Now you're not going to speak. Now, look at you. He's angry. He's not going to speak. He's, he's, he's being childish. What, what, what? But it's true. So now they're, they're going to move on. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Mr. College Football. Okay? First the players on the team, when Charlie goes, they're pretty loyal to him, right? What's the reaction going to be? Look at him. He's not answering. I, I am stunned by your attitude. First of all, you say, period, let's move on. This this is really good. In, in your world, we do this for a living, okay? If we're going to say, period, meager, let's a, move a, on. A, a meager living. If we're going to say, period, let's move on to everything that we do, then you and I have got about 45 more minutes to work. Basically. But but we let. what do you think the reaction is going to be? What's the reaction in the Longhorn locker room? Well, when I brought it up to you earlier, you said it didn't matter what the reaction I, was that's in right. the Longhorn locker room. Well, yeah, because players you, will get you, over then it. You do not players li- will get quit, over quit it. Quit screaming. Players you will get over it. You live in the past, old man. Okay. Uh, have, have, you, have you not seen social media and, and what it does now? Have you not seen players leave Mr. programs? Mr. Viagra is telling me I live in the past. No, I, I had four children. You just had three. And it's questionable whether you were the father of all those three. Oh, I'm calling my wife right now. She, she is she's going to be livid when she hears you say that. She's not going to get in the car with you well, first and, of all, you're, and drive you're, to Conway, Arkansas First of all, next week. your kids are all really smart, and your daughter's very athletic. So where did all that come from? It skips a generation. Yeah, it skips a generation. Listen, I think it, there is a. It will go over very poorly. We've already seen the reaction of the players, um, uh, you know, on social media in support of Charlie. Listen, I, I don't. I, I I think that yes, eventually everything will settle down and everything will be fine. But there will be a, a period of turmoil here, I believe, because of, of the kind of guy Charlie is and how much they like him. I, everybody can say, you know, uh, coaches, you know, players like their coaches, uh, and they do. I think that they. I, I, because, look, I was struck by the fact that when Charlie left Louisville, 
the reaction there. I mean, and those players knew that, well, listen, he's going to a better job. You right. Know? And so we get it. We understand he's leaving to go someplace else. But they loved Charlie. They were they were crazy about him in Louisville. And that was one of the things that kind of turned me around a little bit on that hire uh, was the, the reaction of those players. I thought it was a great hire when they hired him, and I think it's a good fire when they fire him. Well, shows you how stupid you are then. Why? I didn't, you know, I didn't think it was a great hire when they hired him. I, I thought it was an okay hire. I thought there was a... Uh, who, who would you rather have had that was... To gettable? Gettable. Well, not, I don't know. Don't tell me about Saban. There are people who say they could have had Saban. If they, you know, that there were people willing to pay. That if you, you hear this, that they couldn't have paid that money. No, there were people who would have paid $10 million a year for him. Uh, but the, that would have been a great hire. But the administration I, 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 didn't I, want I, him. I, I, uh, David Shaw was a guy that they, uh, he, he didn't want the job. Stanford and he didn't want the job. Uh, he would have been a good hire. Um, you know, off the top of my head, I can't think of what who else at the time that was really a front runner uh, in, in speculation. Anyway, was Art Browse a front runner back then? He was. He was. Well, the, he was the, in the speculation. The, the wasn't deal he? about Art Browse was is he did not want to be interviewed for the job. Supposedly, uh, they they wanted to talk to him about it. And his his response, and you know, rightfully so, is that no, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm coaching a hundred miles down the road here. I am not going to interview for this job. Would he, would he have been a good hire? No, it would have been a disaster because everything that happened at Baylor sure would have been a disaster. Would, would have yeah. been would have been on him, and the school would not have been as protective as they were at first of him, and and we'd be looking for a new coach uh, right now at the University of Texas as well. True. Okay, so I I I, th- I think he was a really good hire, but you know I I just watched those games and, and if, if he was a really good hire, then why didn't it work out? I don't know. Well, I, I, it wasn't I, a really good hire. It was a really good hire. It was a good no, idea. It was a good it idea. It was not a really it good It was hire. a good idea at the time. For some reason, for some reason. Barry, it's not magic. It either is a good hire Brian, or a bad hire. Brian, was a good hire. Brian, let's ask our, Brian says no. Brian, it, Brian speak up. If, if it went bad in less than three years, Barry, how could it have been a good hire? Who I asked you for the alternatives, you you came up with zero, right? What I thought uh, I we, thought he was the I, no, man Nick for the Sable job. Nick was not he zero. Did, he did a very good job at Louisville. It doesn't no? matter what. He, was it a good hire here? Yes, no. it was. It was not a good hire. If the guy didn't work as, out, in as three a Sooner years, fan, it was a great hire. There you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah, Barry Switzer. How over can there. you say that? How can you say it was a good hire when it, it didn't work it out? It didn't work out. If you buy a car, right? And the car breaks down inside of three years. If you get a good, a good price on that, yes. You can't, it, it's, it's not that kind of world. It's the kind of world I don't know what went wrong. I don't know if it was his assistant coaches. I don't know if, if he couldn't recruit the right players. But I, I just don't know what, what, what went wrong. Something went wrong. Maybe you can do a piece. Have you written a column on what went wrong? No, but, well, no, I don't want to say it very much because you'll criticize me for hogging all the airtime. While no, you're no. saying that Charlie was a I good didn't... hire and he was and he was fired within three years, he has the worst okay. record. Oh, I'm sitting he here with worst... Redford Combs now. I, 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 I'm sitting here with Red. You do you do the, the Red Sherrington right here? He has the he has the worst record in Texas football history. Yeah. What's going to make Tom Herman a, a good hire? Oh, all right. Well, let's talk about that. Now, since I got an intelligent question, I'll answer that one uh, because I think he's a much better coach than than Charlie. An is. X's and O's coach. Well, more, it's more than X's and O's. You know, the head coach doesn't have to be just an X's and O's. The head coach has to have everybody ready to play. Right. The head coach has to have everything organized. It was it was pretty apparent 
that in Charlie's tenure that things were not organized. Uh, you know, he got rid of his offensive coordinator after one year. He got rid of his defensive coordinator after two years. So these were these are these are not good things. Was this a, was he too loyal to people he shouldn't have been loyal to? There's a lot of that going around at Texas. Yeah, he was. You know, th- that was the thing that you heard was that uh, you know uh, Sean Watson was his offensive coordinator. It was not the guy he wanted when he ca- when he brought came to the job. He tried to get a couple of different people and he didn't get them. Uh, and he just went ahead and took Sean Watson. I think there were. I think that Charlie took things for granted. I think that he that he looked at the situation and thought. Uh, and, he, and he said that early on. That's one of the things about Charlie. He was exceedingly honest about everything, was that I just uh, underestimated everything that this job entailed. I underestimated everything that went into it. He just didn't see all that coming. Does Mac Brown get any of the blame? Sure, he gets a lot of the blame. He gets a lot of the blame because they weren't very good. They, they had a draft where, uh, since Mac left where no Texas player was drafted. That's, no, that's remarkable. It is it? remarkable. So you, you, you can't have – uh, you can't have that, and they haven't had. They had. They've had one decent draft since Mac left, and so uh, so no, he didn't leave them any players. He's most he's playing with mostly freshmen and sophomores. That's one of the reasons why Charlie said that they would be ten, they would win ten games next year because these guys will all be a year older. That's a pat. That's really patting himself on the back, though, isn't it? When he says that, well, sure. I, I've recruited the players next year. But he had good I, I recruiting. Year. He had yeah, yeah. good recruiting classes. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that yeah, you know. Uh, you know Trick that around a little bit more. That's good. You talk. Uh, what are you talking about? You're talking about my microphone. microphone. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyway, so 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 look. Yes, Mac deserves some of the blame. Uh, Charlie deserves most of it. Uh, you know, he just he didn't do with his team what he should have done. Let me ask you this: If they don't get Tom Herman now, let's say oh they get Tom Herman, you definitely they get him. There's no question. So his no question. You'd like to be his agent today, wouldn't you? Yeah, because here's the thing: Tom Herman's not staying at, at, at Houston. All right. Well, what if some is is there anybody else there that could swoop in and and swoop him up? No, there's no one out there. Who could he has spent. He is not from here. He is from Ohio. But he got I, here I like believe. most of us. He got here as quickly as well, he could. He, he. But if you look at his uh, his career, he's had a very interesting career, uh, and he spent most of it. In Texas, he was at Texas Lutheran, I believe, and he's, then he was at UT, wasn't he's he? He's at UT briefly. Uh, he's he, but he's been at you know he's at Sam Houston, I think. He's been you know he's been all over Texas, uh, and then he got uh, then he worked under Urban Meyer, which is a really, really good person to work under. Uh, and so uh, he, he's he's had a, a very varied career, but you know you look at the the numbers on him. He's twenty two and three as a head coach. He's six and zero against top twenty five teams. Um, and it just seems like his teams rise to the occasion. You know, when they beat Florida State last year, uh, that was, you know, they just they just kind of blew them away. They did the same thing to Florida State that they did to Louisville. You know, they just came out right from the very start and just blew them away, blew them off the field. It was like, you know, we've got this game. And to me, uh, I, I, I don't doubt that Tom Herman had been preparing for that Louisville game for weeks. Right. This is a game that he was pointing toward. That, that, and then he was smart enough to know, listen, all right, we lost the Navy, we lost the SMU, but if we beat Louisville, the people forget all about that. And the Texas people forget all about it. People don't forget about it. But you think, had he won those games, he could be in the CFP. Yes. That, that would be, that'd be pretty, pretty memorable, wouldn't it? Well, sure. I'm not yeah. saying he tried to lose that. No, I know that. that. I know but, that. I, but, I'm, but I'm saying that, that was an example, too, of what happens when you're at – and this is why he leaves Houston. You know, when you're at Houston, you can have that thin veneer of talent. 
Like he's got Ed Oliver, who who might be the best defensive lineman. Is, in the country. Can he bring him with? Can he? Yeah, I think the Texas people would ask that. He's got 19 and a half tackles for loss. 19 and a half. He's a pretty good player for a freshman defensive tackle. You know, but, he, he's he's a phenomenal player. But but you know, that's another thing that Char- Charlie Strong got players who were on Ed Oliver's on the same plateau as Ed Oliver. No, Maybe not as a, Malik Jefferson was a pretty good player coming out of coming out of high school. He's a good player, and, and, and he he was ranked very high. So but he's been he's been a disappointment, right? But so uh, was, has, did he continue in the Mac Brown tradition of recruiting the wrong players? No, not necessarily. I mean, Shane Bouchelle did okay. You know, he's not been great as a freshman. What do you think will happen to Shane under a new coach? I, I think that's interesting. I think well, with a new coach, an offensive coach, because that's that's what Herman is, right? Yes. He's an offensive specialist. Do do, do you think? Two years from now, Shane will still be the starting quarterback at Texas. Under Tom well, it depends Hart. on who they get. I'm, you know, uh, as I understand, they have somebody on campus now, and I, I can't even tell you. Yeah. But uh, I, I think it'd be foolish to, to deviate from Shane Bouchelle. No, no, point. but but I mean, I think a new look. You know, Greg Ward's a nice quarterback. I like him. Uh, but the big thing he had going for him, he was a, a veteran athlete, guy, yeah. and he'd been around for a while and done a good job. You know, Shane Bouchelle was just a freshman this year. He, he had a you know, he, he looked terrible against Kansas. Uh, there, there were questions about whether he had a concussion, though, and then he was playing on the field with a concussion. And speaking of which, uh, I was blown away by the fact that Charlie uh, gave the ball to Dante Foreman 51 times. And I've heard people say, oh, he's, you know, I'm trying to save my job. I'm, I'd have done the same thing. Well, then that – and I'm speaking seriously. That should be an NCAA violation. 51 carries for a kid. Listen, we know – that there are that that CTE is not just something that comes from playing pro football. That that's that this brain damage can start in players who are playing in high school and college as well. And for for you to give a ball to a kid 51 times in a game is just unconscionable to me. I you know I had I said all along that that 18 wheeler package was stupid because it put Dante Foreman out at wide receiver and you're taking your best player and taking him completely out of the play, which is ridiculous. But you don't hand the ball to him 51 times either. I, I think that that was just smacked of desperation Desper- on, uh, on Charlie's part. This is my best player. He's going to win the game for us. And but and of course, he, told, if he had fumbled that last time, they should, Somebody should have told Charlie that even if he had won the game, he wouldn't have kept his job. No, and I don't think it would have. I, I really do think that that, uh, that, that, that the boosters were going to put enough pressure on and say that we have to hire Tom Herman. So you think it's a done it, – it, do, are they? Are you think they're not really talking to Tom Herman right now? Or, or they're talking, talking to Tom? They're talking to his agent, right? Or yeah, they're, somebody. They're, they're not, that's how Booster is. Yeah, they're, they're, they want, they want talk, to find out what the number would be. Yeah, because cause, because look, here's the deal. They owe how t- embarrassing would it be for Tom Herman not to come at this point? For Tom Herman or for Texas? For Texas? Well, yeah, for Texas, if Tom Herman didn't come, uh, it'd be embarrassing. But embarrassing. there's but but tech, but Herman wants the job. That that's what he wants. That's the job. He doesn't want the A and M job. He wants the Texas job. So, uh, but the, the thing is, you know, the Texas, they got to pay off Charlie and his staff. That's $11 million that they're out. So, so Herman will get a lot of money. But look, he's getting, I don't, I'm not sure what his contract was at Houston this year. I want to say they he tore was, it up and gave him a new contract. Yeah. I, I want to say that he's getting $3 million, but I'm not positive. So they'll give him five or six million or whatever it is uh, to come to Texas. And that'll be plenty. And, and he won't care because the point I was going to make was that. You know, he's got Ed Oliver, who is the best defensive lineman in the country, I think. Uh, but uh, that's what what happened. And that what makes Ed Oliver so great, and the fact that he has 19 and a half tackles for loss, is that he's getting double and triple teamed every game because they don't have that much talent there. You don't have to worry about the other guys on that team. So the fact that he's playing that well 
and getting double and triple team is just phenomenal. I mean, it's just, to me, that is a bigger story. Ed Oliver playing at U of H. I know his older brother plays there, and that's part of the reason why he's from Aldine Westfield, which is just down the road. I get it. But, you know, they, Alabama's got Jalen Hurts as their quarterback. He's from Channel View. You know, he didn't go to a Look Texas at school. you, Mr. 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 Houston High School football. Houston High School football. Well, just because I we cover that A&M Alabama game. But but the thing is, is that you know uh, you you don't let a guy like that get away. I mean, that's how he didn't end up at an Alabama or Ohio Texas. State or, or Texas or Texas. You know, for that matter, it's just beyond me. And and uh, and now he's gonna. Um, and frankly, you know, Ed Oliver's gonna wish he had ended up there because now his coach is gonna be in Austin. And I, I and I'll be interested to see what happens because they have a lot. That's the other thing for Houston; they have a lot of seniors, uh, and so they're losing a lot of players. It's a good time for Tom Herman to go, and, and he was going to go anyway. You, that's the problem. So you get somebody hurt at a place like Houston, and now now you have three guys waiting waiting to. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, you don't have them all stacked up there, and then then you end up losing the Navy and SMU, and so uh, that that's why you go to so Texas. Will Tom Herman be coaching a bowl game in Houston this year? You know, that's the question for me is that uh, what, what will happen now? So, so look, uh, I, I think they'll make the decision on Charlie, and, and I, I, I think there's a good chance that, that uh, if they could hire a coach right away, that they would accept the bowl bid because you get that month of practice, uh, and that would be invaluable for the new, for the new coach. But, right. But to me, if Tom Herman would have a hard time walking away from Houston without taking him to the bowl. I mean, maybe they tell him to go ahead and go. I don't know, but that's a that's that'd be a very ugly situation. So if and if he if he leaves, you got to he's got to leave his staff there, right? He's got to leave whoever you know. The, well, why don't you you assume? And see the, the but uh, Orlando is a defensive coordinator is considered one of the really bright defensive minds in the country. I mean, he gets a, for all the talk about Tom Herman, who's the offensive guy. Orlando's doing an unbelievable job as the defensive coordinator, and so. So who stays there to coach the team through the bowl game? You know, I mean, I think it's a, I think in, uh, it'll end up that Herman ends up coaching Houston in the bowl game, whatever it is. But see, that's a whole month you're missing. That's a whole month you're missing. Your, your new job, people paying you seven, six, five million dollars a yeah. year. They'll want him there as soon as possible. Sure, sure. Why wouldn't you? And, and, but I think that. Texas but he's calling the shots. If he says I'll take the job, but I need to stay in Houston, they're not going to say anything. If that. if he doesn't come, if if he doesn't come. Uh, I can see Texas turning down the bowl if they if they get six wins. Yeah, if they beat TCU, I can see them saying, you know, we don't. You don't really think they're going to beat TCU, do you? Yeah, you, you never know who TCU is going to show up. I mean, yeah. one, you know, they 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 beat Baylor by forty, which is not such a big thing anymore. Beating Baylor, uh, they've lost a few games in a row now. <laughs> uh, but uh, but TCU, I, I've seen them. They they have been all over the map in the Oklahoma game. In uh, the first quarter of that game, they looked great, and and they were beating Oklahoma, and they had everything going on, and then they just fell apart, uh, and then they made a big comeback in the fourth quarter. So you just never know what you're getting with them. It's all Kenny Hill has been very, uh, he's been all over the map. He has, and this kind of leads to the whole my uh, whole point of the column I'm writing for this week is about the fact that. I, it takes now you can talk. You're done talking about columns you've written. Now you can talk about columns you're going to write. Thank you. Or also, I want to talk about it. I'll let you just talk. No, go ahead. You go ahead. No, no go ahead. No, no, no. no, no. no. I tell wanna, us. I want to hear you talk. Tell, tell us. Tell us what you're going to write this week. I'm going to write a column talking about. I have never. I don't recall a time when football, college football in the state of Texas, has looked so bad. 
in in throughout the state. You're not going to even with Houston, even with Texas A and M. So you're you're just saying not the Big Twelve schools. You're just saying throughout. That's what, I, that's what I said. Okay, I just want to I just want to clarify that. Yeah, uh, that's correct. A uh, and M's been a disappointment this year. Uh, after all the talking, after I, I wrote earlier in the year that I thought that they were going to make a comeback here, and they did. See, when I when I talk about these, I'm just saying it's what a Sherrington I did. Daily Double. You can just say it without saying I wrote a column about it. For God's sakes. No, I was saying that I wrote earlier. I'm trying to to say that I'm. You're trying to be humble. No, I'm trying to say that when I write something, I stand behind it, or I say that I was wrong. Well, either way, I don't know why that offends you. That's redundant you. when but you say But why does that offend you so much? No, 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 because it's like a crutch. It's your go-to crutch. Now, now you're not going to speak to me again. Look at him. He's not going to. Now I can tell he's he's going to go into he's going to go into a cone of silence. You know, when this podcast is over, Kevin and I have to get in a car together and drive. Uh, uh, fortunately, Which was not my idea. Okay, but I'm driving. Okay, so be nice to me. Otherwise. I'll be out at Fox Sports Southwest doing Sports Day on the Air alone. You might be. I just don't understand why it offends you so much. I think it's because, uh, if we, do we want to compare bylines? How many? Sure. Anytime. Oh, really? Do yeah. you really want to go there? Yeah, let's go. Oh, my gosh. You do not want to go there. Let's go. You don't want to go there. Let's go. No, let's the, go. the point is, is that we reference other things. Sometimes I reference stuff in the Ballsy podcast and when I write something. Does that offend you? No. I, I like the free publicity. Boy, I just don't know why that's, that bothers you so much. The eye rolls is unbelievable. So, uh, you know what? I'm going to start to wear sunglasses in here so you won't see the eye rolls. No, and, you, you can't miss it. Your head goes back. Your hands go out. The, the eyes are rolling. Oh, my gosh. He's talking about something he wrote. Let's let's talk about the, college, the CFP. Can we, can we talk about that? You go ahead. You go ahead. No, Give no. Me, I want to ask you. I want to no, ask no, you. No, no. I don't want you to ask me anything. I want you to just talk no. about it. Just talk. No. Talk about the CFP. No, I just want to ask you if what do you, what do you think is going to happen there down the road? What what, what do you think is going to happen? I think we'll have Alabama will have the Ohio State Michigan winner. I think uh, Clemson will be there, but I don't think Oklahoma will be there. Is that a, is that a bad thing, Brian? Oklahoma will not be there. Travesty. <laughs> Travesty. What did you say, Travesty? Travesty. I like it. And and, and um, maybe there will be a second Big Ten t- Big Ten school there, or or a Pac or a Pac twelve school. That's what I think. Okay, period. Let's move on. Okay, let's move on. What else you want to that, talk that's about? What you, that's what you said last time. No. Period, let's move on. Well, we're supposed to keep this thing moving, be fresh. Not, we, we, we just don't want, if we, if we want to bang a subject to death, we'll have Evan Grant here doing it. Period, let's move on. I think we should have that as, as one of Barry's outtakes. Period, let's move on. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, uh, no, I, you know, I, I, I got to tell you, I'm not making any more predictions about the. About, I said earlier, and this really bothers you. Okay, this isn't going to bother you again. I've said earlier that I thought it would be two Big Ten, ten teams. Right. Uh, and, you know, see, this is why we bring this up. It's just to talk about what we did. I said it'd be two Big Ten teams, Alabama, and and probably uh, an a- ACC team. Uh, uh, so. Uh, I think that could still happen, but it is unbelievable the upsets this year and the way football has played out. I think there is one team that is clearly better than everybody else, and that's Alabama. And that's the only reason why you don't even need to, you know, if if the idea is that we want to figure out who is the best team in college football, then when the people who have written me and said that they should, there should be an 18, this year is a perfect example why there should be an 18 playoff. It's an 18 playoff if you want to get more mediocre teams involved. But if you're trying to find the best player, the best team in college football, we found it. Well, so, yeah, yeah. There's no question about it. The only way that Alabama loses to me is if is if Jalen Hurts gets in a game, gets hurt, 
uh, and no, as if he turns it up the ball over. You know, he's not terrific. He's he's good, and he's, he's really a good for a freshman. Yeah, he's really good for a freshman. But look, he looks really good on that team too. You put him on another team, he'd be just another player. Right. But here's here's something you do know, you think you know will happen. Not will ha- in in the month leading up to the game. They won't get out coached. They won't be out prepared no, for that game. No, they won't. And and you know stuff can go wrong in championship games. I'm not saying they're they're going to win for sure. But I'm just saying they are the best team. Sometimes the best team does not win. Do you think Oklahoma they're could could, could sneak in there? Uh, I watched that. I watched them also week in week out. Do you yeah. like watching them in the snow? Yes, that was I, I, against uh, West Virginia. I yeah. did. I, I could watch anything in snow. Yeah, that's pretty fun. A, any football game in snow is 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 highly highly desirable. Don't see that very much anymore. No, not in college football. No, but 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 he but he but here's and I think there was a lot of snow in college football on Saturday. Um, was there? Yeah, there was a lot of snow across the country. I watched Oklahoma, and I said that offense could play in in, in the uh, in the playoffs. I, I, that defense is not. Well, their defense is terrible. Good. It's been terrible all year, and and you know I think they're just I think they're just lost. Uh, they well they don't they don't have the players they they've had before. They don't have there's not uh, and and that's what uh, Mike Stoops said the other day uh, after the uh, after the Baylor game when I, I was up there, and he said that uh, uh, we don't have Eric Stryker. We don't have a bunch of Eric Strikers so, on this team, and that and that you know he was a really nice linebacker and a really good player for them. They don't have big names back there anymore. It used to be. Back when they were beating Texas, you know, in the in the early 2000s, and they were killing Texas, you got Roy Williams jumping over the line of scrimmage and and knocking balls away, and and you had, uh, you know, some great defensive linemen. And guys was Roy Williams play. a good draft choice for the Cowboys? He was because he was good for several years. So, so that's a difference on that. Okay, that was a good draft choice because he was good for several years. Can, can Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma? Sure, sure. Oklahoma State's got a great look. Here's the thing. Oklahoma is going to be in, in trouble every game because their defense, defense isn't very, right. very good. And not not saying that Oklahoma State's defense is good either, but they've got a good offense. And if they're and if everything's working, then they're a pretty good team. I thought all along that they that Oklahoma State, both Oklahoma State and Oklahoma, were better than West Virginia. Now I know oh, that, I, I, that, I, I that totally West Virginia beat that. Oklahoma State, but I, I think that was the the thing about you know West Virginia was that the quarterback uh, is not dangerous. No, you know he's uh, the, that's an East West offense, and they just kind of grind up and down the field. Uh, so uh, yes, Oklahoma has a has a tremendous offense. Listen, they've got four players as good as any four players on on one side of the ball in the country. I think you got when they're all playing well. I mean Baker Mayfield. He, to me, Baker Mayfield is the worst of those four players uh, because he's a little inconsistent. But Dede Westbrook may be the best receiver in the country. He's tremendous and a tremendous deep threat. I think he has 15 touchdowns now, and that was after a really slow start. Uh, and then when you talk about Joe Mixon and, and Samaji P. Ryan, uh, that's a great combination of running back because because Joe's so uh, versatile and catch the ball. He runs it well. He's he's fast. P Ryan's so powerful. powerful. Uh, so to have and then you, and then and then Baker when he's playing well, he's he's really good. So to me with with four, I mean there are a lot of teams in the country that have four players like that on offense. You know you, you're you got two running backs, a wide receiver, and a quarterback. I mean holy cow, that's better than the Cowboys have. Uh, no. It's not. Well, the Cowboys what, have one running back. I tell you what, if, if the Dallas Cow- Cowboys, not the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Let me tell you something. If the Dallas Cowboys could draft D.D. Westbrook, uh, I'm telling you, first round. I take him in the first round. He's a, really? He's a, he's a first round pick. Okay, yeah, and you, you don't. I hate to bring bring another 
Hey, they be another offensive guy. Another offensive guy. Yeah, well, you know, here's the thing. To me, you, 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 wherever that pick is, it's going to be a very low first round pick. So, uh, the best defensive players are all going to be gone. Uh, I think you could get Didi in the. What if you trade Tony, Tony for a pick, for a second round pick, and then take that second round pick, your second round pick, and your first round pick, and move up and, and get a player? Well, that's what that's that. That's, well, you, you know what? That's a, if you go back and look, those were the mistakes we discussed that the other day at uh, at before the before the game. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm referencing something else. Uh, that disturbs you so much. I guess it's okay if it's not a column I wrote. I was talking Conversation's to, good. I like to hear you. Oh, it's okay to do that because you're, yeah. you're not counting violence. Uh, is that, that John Machota said, he, he was talking in particular about the Mo Claiborne draft and that if he hadn't uh, uh, traded up for Mo Claiborne, he could have taken Brockers uh, in the first round and he could have taken in the second round. He's a defensive lineman we're talking about, right? Yes. Michael Brockers. And then in the second round, who was it? that uh, he said that the Cowboys wanted, and that's what they would have taken. And they would have been better off. I, I'm sorry. I can't remember who it was. But anyway, the point was there would have been two players who would have you would have had, and both of them better than Mo Claiborne. Uh, and that's the gam- And that's the problem with trading up, is that just just take the guy who, who comes to you. Now, I'm not saying that's always the case, you know, because the, the Cowboys traded up to get Emmitt Smith. You know that worked yes. out pretty well. That worked out well, didn't it? So, so it's not. It's not a. There, there's never any. You know, rule. There aren't rules about this. There are guidelines. There are no rules about this kind of stuff. But for the most part, I'd just say take the players that come to you. And then to me, the, to me, that's what the Cowboys really lack is that explosive threat at wide receiver that a that a Didi Westbrook could uh, on their offense. If they had him, the offense would be unstoppable. It would be unstoppable. I, I, I think. I, I think what, what we should ask the headline writers when they write this, they m- mention the Cowboys. That we talked about the Cowboys in, the, in this college football podcast. Oh, so they get us some more get us some get us some more get us some more hits. The Cowboys should take Didi Westbrook. So that, that's that's the headline, Brian. Put that down there. L- Brian's happy because he's an Oklahoma player. But yeah. when Oklahoma, when my Oklahoma State Cowboys, because this is the year of the Cowboys, when they when they beat the Sooners, uh, we'll have a conversation about that. And I think it's time for us to go. We got to get out of here. We got to go to do Fox Sports. On air, whatever that is. Sports Day on air. Sports Day on air out on of Fox, Fox Sports. Sports with, and you know who we're working with today? John, the great John Radigan. That's 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 terrific. I'm happy, I was happy to see that. I'm happy to work with any of those people. They're all fine people and great professionals. You're just happy to work. You could have just you, I am a, you could have just ended it right there. Every day you're employed is a good day. All right, Brian, keep us employed for another day. Take us out. Thanks for listening to our College Ballsy Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe via iTunes. You'll get new episodes every week. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, sports fans, see ya.